Welcome to another edition of IWTV Guide, your guide to what's going on independentwrestling.tv. I'm Jared J. Hawk Hawkins, joined as always by the man who spent way too much time analyzing 1990s movie, Charlie Butter. Dude, I need to know about the GIMP. I am so confused <laughs> about the GIMP in Pulp Fiction. How does that work? It drives me crazy. And also the three seashells. I'm I, still this day. I don't understand how that works. Yeah, especially because that was the one of the joke. He's not going to have you to the key show. None of us do either, motherfucker. Like, but I guess they asked the director at some point and he didn't even have an answer. I'm like, then why would you include that joke? There's got to be an answer. What is the answer? I'm so confused. <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm, I'm part of me kind of trying to tell you it's entertainment, leave it alone. And part of the reason I'm saying that is I started showing my daughter the airplane movie. Okay. <laughs> Air, we went to the drive-in a couple months ago. They had Monty Python, Holy Grail, and Airplane back-to-back. Mm-hmm. And she already liked Holy Grail. I was like, oh, we'll go get Holy Grail. We'll stay for Airplane. And like during Airplane, she's like, how, what is this happening? How, this, how could this happen? I'm like, Emily, it's a comedy. It's supposed to be freaking ridiculous. Like, Yeah, it's real slapstick. I think there's like, you kind of have to figure out that like it's not a literal film like there's a lot of like shit that just doesn't make sense for the sake of it being funny it's like bits or whatever and then we found uh airplane 2 on the pluto app mm-hmm. on the fire stick and it was the same thing i was like she, she'd be like how's that happening a, a comedy emily emily had not supposed to be you're not supposed, you're not supposed to analyze the plot you're supposed <laughs> to watch for the kite gag Get a couple of laughs out of it and go home. Like like Naked Gun. <laughs> and the same people who did Airplane did Naked Gun. Yeah. Yeah, which is, yeah. But it's exactly it. The, the Naked Gun movie got top secret. It's hot right. shot. Hot shots. I always remembered hot shots when he used the chicken as an arrow. That's the only thing I remember from that damn movie. <laughs> so fucking stupid. I love, I love stupid shit like that. Which, which, which my fiance would be like, well, that's probably why you like wrestling. And when which case, fuck you. But. Hey, I, I believe our friend Orange said last week, wrestling is for the working class. That's all it is, man. Good stuff. All right. Well, enough with the chit chat. Uh, we got a big week on IWTV this week. It's premiere week. And there got a lot of stuff premiering this week. Yes. So let's let's jump into this. Um, starting Tuesday, September 29th at 8 p.m. Eastern, we are getting a replay of Paradigm Pro's Same Energy. I caught a majority of the show really fun stuff another solid show from them definitely check it out um wednesday september 30th at 7 p.m eastern limitless wrestling the road episode 10 followed by at 10 p.m eastern game changer wrestling por wrestling the hardcore grand prix and i did look into this a little bit to try to figure out what this is and por wrestling is like a stunt group that's also like backyard wrestlers and they've had a couple people um show up and work the uh, gcw backyard shows on the fourth of july and apparently that this is going to be some type of uh show with a lot of their kind of matches and stuff in it from what i can gather Okay, now I don't know if it's the game company or not, but I know there was one in Pennsylvania that was trying to get around the athletic commission for a while by advertising. They were a stunt show, but they were doing pro wrestling style matches. Hmm. This was from what I could read that they were out of Virginia, so I'm not sure. Okay, I don't probably not probably not the game group. Uh, followed. Uh, let's see, Thursday, October first. So we're we're into October coming up here this week, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, or excuse me, 7 p.m. Eastern. We have C4 Wrestling mixtape volume 26 the big that's that's pretty big news right there okay c4 good stuff but what we have at 8 p.m eastern 
and why I instantly went to this at 8 p.m. Eastern is because it's a very, very awesome thing. Uh, one of my favorite things that IWTV has done recently was the Ask MDK uh, interview with, with Nick Gage. Well, we're getting part two. Aye. And it's this Thursday, October 1st at 8 p.m. Definitely check it out. I'm, I will be tuning in. I cannot wait to see what, uh, what Nick Gage says next. <laughs> if we have anybody on the Cleveland Indians listening in, beat the Yankees in two, go to no game three, I can watch that live. <laughs> uh, following that, uh, at 9.45 p.m. Eastern, First Wrestling is going to have a throwback Thursday premiere, Wrestlepalooza 4. Uh, Saturday, October 3rd, it's it's that time of year, guys. Black Label Pro, TurboGrab 16. Now, this one uh, has 12 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Central, which will be 1 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Eastern. It's a two-show uh, day. So show one will be at 12 p.m. Eastern, and show two will be at 5 p.m. Eastern. The, the tournament is stacked. And did you see one of the matches announced that they just uh, had to announce because of some cancellations? I've heard nothing. Kylie Ray against Alex Shelley. Ooh. Yeah, this this show is stacked, dude. There's a lot of great matches on this show. I am super, super, super stoked for this. Um, let me actually pull up some other stuff because I want to talk about this before we go too far with the rest of the show. Um, okay. Now, while you're looking at that, I fun fun little fact. You're like, we record the today with three years can go today. We record our first podcast of our Freevic incarnation. Really? That never that never got released because it was horrible, but <laughs> it showed up in my Facebook memory today. Hey, happy anniversary. How about that? We've been doing this for a long, long time yeah. now. <laughs> it feels like it's been a long time. Three years now, so I mean that's it's not too bad. Okay. Uh let's see. I'm pulling it up here. I'm sorry. Uh what else have they announced? Uh also on the the 5 p.m. show, Besties in the World will defend their tag team titles against Two Infinity and Beyond. Nice. So Orange will be super excited about that. And, and that will be the, probably the first time in a long time that, I, that I'm hoping we get to pay Two Infinity and Beyond win Galloel. But uh, on AIW show, I'm not counting on that. Also on the uh, noon show, Jake Something, the new Black Label Pro Champion, against formal, former Black Label Pro Champion, Calvin Tankman. Uh, let's see what else do we got. Uh, the, the Alex Shelley, Kylie Ray match will be for the black label pro Midwest championship. And I believe that that title is going to be defended throughout the tournament. If I remember correctly. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I like when they do that kind of thing. Uh, also announced for the 12 PM show top flight against violence is forever. Okay. You know, violence is forever really deserves a tag team title match. I'm just going to throw this out there. Okay. They keep winning. They've won all these matches. And they, they haven't gotten a title shot in Black Label Pro. I think they deserve a title shot at Slamilton. I think that, that we have to get that match. We have to get whoever wins besties and to infinity and beyond against violences forever. I think that needs to happen at Slamilton. Or or it needs to happen during the collective weekend. One of the two. They, they they've they've been on a win streak for like a year now. Yeah. I really want to keep to infinity and beyond again Violent and Forever now that you've brought that up like a possibility. <laughs> and go if yeah, yeah. Go Black Label Pro. I want to do it. A John Thorne. Bring in Kevin Koo. Yes. <laughs> if only to do that match. One time only. Do that match. I'm okay with that. 
so yeah that's that's what i've seen so far um there's a lot of that's a lot of exciting stuff right there uh back into the tv guide aspect i have two more things to discuss sunday we have two shows one at 7 p.m eastern time bomb pro wrestling time to shine and october 4th now that's a sunday october 4th 9 p.m eastern uncanny attractions drags and drop kicks a nightmare on wyckoff avenue so that'll be uh they've had a couple shows up on there i haven't got a chance to check them out we will be reviewing them hopefully by the end of the year i'm gonna we're gonna try to fit them in our schedule because i keep hearing great things and i really want to check out uncanny attractions so i keep hearing really great things so we're definitely going to do that soon um I'm super excited for Black Label Pro. I we will definitely be probably talking about that next week. So hopefully you uh, have time to watch that uh, <laughs> at some point. With my work, I mean, what it is? I'm not counting on it, but we'll okay. What I can do? Better be staying up late and with the, your phone under the covers watching. I get yelled at enough for watching wrestling, homie. Bro, I'm gonna get away with watching wrestling on my fucking phone in the bedroom. <laughs> start going out to out to work on your car and just sit out in the car and listen to watch it <laughs> i i got home from work last night and kind of wanted to watch the corporate wrestling pay-per-view that was going mm-hmm. and my fiance said i ran to the i ran to the tv so fast she thought i was running to my girlfriend <laughs> Literally, the only match i really wanted to see they opened with i was like oh that was really good and i kept it on and the whole show wound up being pretty good yeah, everybody said it was pretty good. I mean, hopefully that's uh, not a fluke and they start producing decent stuff again. That'd be nice. Oh, I'm sure it's a fluke because they got to have Rey Mysterio's daughter. <laughs> let's let's not bitch crap. about it. Let's not bitch about it. Let's let's move on to more fun things like the show we reviewed this week that uh, I gave a really glowing review to on Twitter. And we're going to keep it up today because I know if I enjoyed it, and uh it's got that southern style to it i know you had to enjoy this show i enjoyed the show look like a fun hour and a half yeah and it flew by too like i couldn't believe it. i looked at it, i'm like oh it's only an hour and 20 i was like oh that'll be interesting but it flew by like it was it was real good i really enjoyed it um so i actually got to ask some information from them before uh we recorded today almost dropped my phone okay you threw that information at the floor right oh my bad so new case all right so some information about them uh they mainly run in georgia however they do uh they do run a show the scenic city futures showcase in tennessee over the course of the weekend that they um they usually have the scenic city invitational so they usually do uh show up in tennessee every once in a while um the company started April 27, 2018, and all shows are on IWTV. So you can literally watch the entirety of this company's history on IWTV. And they only have one champion. That champion is AC Mack, and he is the Action Champion. That's the Action Championship belt. And he is the only champion, and he is the first ever champion. He won the title on December 7, 2018. So he's had a uh, quite a long streak with that title, actually. Coming up in December, it'll be a two-year title reign. That's impressive. Yeah, he's a, he's a real good wrestler, man. I really enjoy him. I really enjoy what he's done in Southern Underground Pro. That's where I first saw him. But then he a very good professional wrestler. Let's, will you stop? <laughs> uh, which is super awesome. Um, now, the commentary team on this, uh, I believe it was Dylan Hales and then somebody else 
they, they switched out, but they did tell me that the, the second person will from now on be Sobro Mose, uh, moving forward. So it's going to be Dylan Hales and Sobro Mose going forward, but it's awesome. Yeah, I thought I heard the name Scott Henley at one point. Uh, one of the announcer. Okay. It's possible. I know they switched out a couple times. So Scott Henley actually does some promoting down in Georgia. So I, yeah, I'm familiar with I'm familiar with him. Yeah, with with his name. Maybe they're talking about something else. I just thought it was announcing, but um, but yeah. So that's uh, all the kind of background information I have on the company. Um, this was a second show. They this was like a two part show. They ran a show in the afternoon and a show in the evening. This was the evening show. Um, so they do kind of reference that a couple times throughout the show. Uh, which kind of made me want to go back and watch the afternoon show as well, but I just I haven't had time yet since I did watch this yesterday on my day off, and uh, I'm on tens this week, so I haven't had a chance to watch anything so far this week. But yeah, that's that's all I got for that. Um, let's jump into the matches. So this show was the tonight in the very ring show with Matt No, who apparently just got his very first win recently. <laughs> yeah. So it opened with No in the ring cutting a promo at the host of the show. Donna Janela playing guitar in the corner. I think the band leader. The audio over the PA mic was really bad and really garbled. Yeah. So I was able to get the gist of it that Matt Coke is talking shit and Effie comes out and challenges him for the main event later. Right. But I, but I pretty much able, but I was pretty much just peeking, peeking things together because I heard none of them. Yeah, it was it was real rough. Um, I could make out most of the promo, but like there were certain aspects that I, uh, yeah, I just couldn't understand. So like I. It, it, the audio was kind of iffy on it but i mean after that i mean it really that really didn't matter because the rest of the show the audio was good as far as commentary is concerned there were some promos thrown in which i thought sounded great so i mean that one little hiccup there that really it's not really even a knock it's just like a uh, it's it's yeah. indie wrestling things happen yeah so. that, that's just, that that's my only issue with the production value on the show and that the pa them that's not necessarily them right so what was our first match? We open with Graham Bell against Fearless Muka. So we've seen Graham Bell a few times at Black Label Pro, um, a couple other places, uh, Southern Underground Pro. Um, I love the bazooka. I love the uh, the, the the pelt of, of the lucha masks on, on his jacket. I love that on the duster. Um, super fun. I really like that aspect of the character. This match was okay. Uh, uh, Great Musa was uh, seemed like a wrestler. <laughs> he he done a couple. He done a AEW Dark one for twelve. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean he. I mean he looked like he had like you know good gear and stuff like that. So he looked you know. Um, I felt like there was uh, some some miscommunication a couple times in the match. Um, they they did cover for it well with like always oh, trying to counter that kind of stuff, but. Yeah, there was a few miscommunications, but overall, it wasn't a bad match. Yeah, it wasn't a bad match overall. They, they teed from dive early, but neither one of them got a chance to do them. They, we did get a full dive about five and a half minutes in, which by any theater can fucking forever. Right. <laughs> Usually you start off hot with dives and every other damn thing. Yeah. Looking at you, Gary J. <laughs> Bell up getting the win in about seven minutes. Taking enough opener. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I liked uh, Bell's finish. Uh, I believe uh, I've seen that move a couple times, a couple different places, but I like that. It's a cool finish. I like it. The suplex into the, the knee. Yeah. Okay, what did, what do yeah. we got next? 
Okay, could we get Eric Eric Royal cutting a promo about his match with Mandarin later on in the night? This was funny, dude. I like this a lot. Yeah. He, he tried to act like Mandarin can chew the tobacco, and, he, and then he almost woke it, and then we'll puke it up. He's like, how do you take this stuff? So my question is, was it really tobacco, or was it the beef jerky that was in the it's that comes in the cans like that? So that's my – if you're listening to this, please tweet at us. Let us know. I want to know. i just just curious if it was legit tobacco or if it was, like, the beef jerky stuff. Just, just yeah, I'm just curious. But I love the promo. It was good stuff. I really enjoyed it. Okay, from there we get Adam Preetberg and Patrick Heater. Uh, this one surprised me because I did not expect it to be this short. This one fast to the point. Yeah. Preet took a great drop kick. Mm-hmm. He threw that out, like, right away. It was fantastic. Uh, pretty much, he gets commissioned with a Boston Crab in, like, three minutes. I was like... I, I, I was only mildly surprised Preet got the win, although I would have predicted Heater if you, you know, ahead of time. Three minutes just shocked me. <laughs> I mean, look at, look at the cake where you can do a short match and get somebody over with it. It didn't fucking kill Patrick Heater. No, I think he's an established guy. It seems like there. So, like, bringing in this new guy, having him go over, it seems like there's gonna, they're going to try to build this guy. So, it makes sense to me, like, that they would do... Uh, you'd have them, you know, beat somebody like that. I mean, it's both guys are young in their career. So, I mean, it can't be, I mean, well, at least I know heater is cause I know he, I want to say his debut match. Uh, I want to say it was like on, I, I remember seeing him and I think a pre-show at bizarro last year. So I don't, I don't think he's been wrestling that long. I don't think he might've been, I don't know. I could be completely wrong, but, um, I do love the fact that the move that Pre got to gain the advantage is grabbed a handful of heater beard and clothes on him off the top. <laughs> I mean, sometimes like there's those obvious things that people just don't do, and it's just like it means so much when finally somebody just does it, and you're just like, "Oh shit, that's smart!" Like, why? Why has nobody else ever done that in a match? So I dig it. Yeah, this like you said, this was a quick match. Like I, I was like really kind of looking at the time. I'm like, man, there's there's not a lot of matches on here. That's really quick for like. The amount of matches we have, I was like, something's got to go like a super long time. And we get to that, and it doesn't even feel like it's that long, though, because the match is super fun. But uh, what do we have next? Okay, we have a, a quick promo from Angela Lane about her match with Roland Edward later on in the night. Yeah, she uh, talked about breaking Kevin Koo's neck, and then she broke her own neck. And uh, yeah, so uh, this would probably be, I won't say it's my first time seeing her wrestle, but I've, I I want to say I've, I've, I haven't seen her wrestle a lot maybe once or twice prior and uh I, the promo i thought was okay i thought it was an all right promo yeah fine so what was the next match from there we get our hot fight of the evening oh baby the one called mander for eric royal that was fucking fun yes this was so fucking cool uh this i i love manders uh i, I put him over all the time on twitter i, I love manders he's got that drive i mean he drives from Iowa, dude, to all these shows. Like he, he is a, a warrior when it comes to driving and, and and making all these towns. So, props to him for that. This, like his his matches are awesome too. He hits, he he attempted a moonsault in this match. Uh, I mean, it was he pulled out all the stops trying to put Eric Royal away, and he couldn't do it, man. I mean, he he tried everything. That this match, a majority of this match was just dominated by Manders just whooping royal's ass and and royal just took it all and then got the victory and walked away with it so yeah great great strike throughout great power move throughout just a fun match fun fun match royal actually kicked out of mandarin glare which does not happen very often yeah that was fucking i was shocked by that and then mandarin go for the moon cult he mick get hit with a football tackle and pinned 
I got 10.32 on the clock for that one. As much action they got into that, if you would have told me that was 20 minutes, I probably would have believed you. You would have told me it was five at Fatigue Work, I probably would have believed you too. (laughs) Yeah, it was was pretty wild, man. I was really digging it. I was like, holy shit, this is, I dug it. I dug it a lot. Okay, from there, we get to the match that you were looking forward to and the reason you wanted to do the show. (laughs) Yes. Angela Flynn against Nolan Edwards. No flinch, Nolan Edwards. Oh. This man took chops to the face. Chop to the face. They exchanged drink early on. I, I finally read. I finally read a lot of notes, and I can't read my writing. Bear with me, I'm checking here. This one kind of threw me off a little bit because Lane was playing heel for the most part, and usually with the intergender match, it flip flopped at the guy playing the heel and the woman fighting from underneath and being like the underdog baby thing. I don't hate it, but it was just, it was just a weird and unusual. Yeah, it was dynamic. different. It was different. Yeah, but I, I think that's what made this match like. There was so much like interesting stuff in this match. It was so different from anything like that you could have maybe expected that I feel like it it was on a different level because it was so different. Like there were so many just little different things like the table, how it was in the ropes, when it got used, uh, when it got when uh, Nolan got suplexed on the table, like all that kind of stuff. Like yeah, but when he got suplexed on the table, it wasn't unfolded yet, and it was. The actual table guy went down. Yeah, the, the leg side was up. Yeah, yeah. So he got suplexed on the legs. And Good thing you know how to fucking fall. <laughs> but it just, yeah, the, that doesn't help. <laughs> it does not help. They can spot really early on where Edward flipped Lane off, which just kicked him in the fucking face, which I thought was I like. I love that spot. There was there was a lot of great stuff in this match, man. I uh, at one point she hits a Death Valley driver on him off the top, uh, off the second rope, which was fucking crazy i thought that for sure that was the finish that yeah me guy. too i was like oh shit he's done like he just he looked he fucking sold that so well looked so like just done just kind of like leaning there almost like out it's great this match was everything i was hoping for i loved it yeah then you talked about the beginning of that table when it got you and the way edward hit it and you ended up falling all the way to the floor with it yeah like it was so it was standing up straight but it was like wedged in between the ropes so the middle rope was on the uh on the flat side and then the other two ropes were on the back side of it like holding it straight up and down on one side of the ring and uh at one point like they they tease like throwing each other into it it doesn't happen they go and do some other stuff they come back to it uh nolan like does some i think it was like a strike or something and angelus just like screams and grabs him and fucking chucks him through it and uh it was was wild man this was this was fucking awesome i dug this match yeah and just when I would get to the point where I'm going, this match is getting really long. They should wrap it up. They went right to the finish. Yep. They perfectly timed ending. Lane hit the shining wickard. Done the arrogant cover. I've got this. I've got this. And Edward, Calvin, and Krukovic can get the pin. Yep. I had some buffering. I don't have an exact time. But at 15, 15 minutes, I'd estimate. So really good. Really good stuff. Match of the night. I- yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of great stuff on here. Like, the, the last three matches of the show were awesome. Like top tier like any of those like if you told me it was match of the night i'd have believed you but this definitely was my match of the night this is the whole reason why i wanted to watch the show and it delivered on all fronts from what i was expecting and i'd love to see them go at it again yeah but i honestly can't get over the fact that i literally wrote down match it starting to get long and there's the finish okay <laughs> perfect and now it's time for the uh the main event is it not it is time for the main event it is matt l working effie and I, I write down right at the beginning that this is both logical and odd to be the main event. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. It's logical to be the main event because the show's named after Matt Snow. It's cut up at the beginning, right at the beginning of the show. Effie, probably your biggest name guy here as far yes. as guys that would be known outside the area as well as within the area. Right. So in that sense, it's logical. 
But it's also weird to be a main event spot. Effie always been seen as more of a comedy guy. Yeah, he while he can ruckle at the comedy spots I've, I've gotten him over. And you don't usually want comedy in your main event. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. Especially when you think about well, I kinda got the the feeling from Matt Sells that he like the the way the crowd reacted to him, that he's kinda like a, a, a sort of a comedy wrestler a little bit. Yeah, this is my first time seeing him. Well, I'm just I'm, from how like the crowd reacted and like some of the stuff I saw in the match, I felt like he might be a little bit of a I may be reading it misreading it completely, but I felt like this like like you said, it was like, I was like, interesting. It's a con like, you know, you do know like Effie from comedy spots. I'm like, Oh, it's be an interesting main event. It's gotta be, you know, it's going to be fun. And it, I mean, it was, it was real good. I enjoyed it. There was a lot more wrestling than, than I expected and uh, not so much comedy. So it was actually really good. Yeah. And I, and I think the fact that they sprinkled that comedy in, mm-hmm. but they didn't drive it home. Right. They didn't really hammer you over the head with it. I think that helped make the match that much better. I think that they really couldn't do some of the stuff because Effie's a little bit more adult oriented with stuff. And I, there was kids in the crowd. So I feel like he was, he drew back a little bit. So he didn't do a lot of the, the shtick that he usually does. But I think that there, he, he could deliver enough that it was like for the people that know him for that would still be interested in the match and keep interest there. So and we've got some great mat wrestling in the early going. I think I would fit right in with Ring of Honor Pure Tournament right now. Some of the stuff. Do you imagine Effie is the Pure Champion? Oh my God! Oh, I love it. You know, I, I I wouldn't go on that far with it, but you know what? Why not? <sighs> he can clearly work the style. He did it here. Effie is pure. Yeah, Matt Gill can a nice looking commission move on. Effie have to actually have to get the rope with the teeth to break the hold, <laughs> which is a nice little touch. We get the little bit of comedy sprinkled in here. Effie starts massaging Gill a little bit, and Gill just get you know, just fired back, pissed off. Effie, yeah, yeah, give, give, yeah, give Coke a kick and goes and punching him right in the fucking fake, and that's pretty much your comedy for the night. Yeah, Matt Coke is not going to put up with the bullshit. We got a fight on our hands. Yes, I thought that was perfect. Effie gets a couple in here, fall off a of lariat, off a of blockbuster. Go counter, get Yukuka kick into a power bomb, then get the palm trick for the pin. Thirteen minutes again. They kept the comedy to a minimum. Used the comedy to build toward what they were working for. Perfect done. Perfectly done main event. Loved. It. And Matt Sells gets his second ever victory. So yeah. two in a, and that's two in a row. Yeah, and it's on his show named after him. So how about that? If he wins his next match, that's called a winning streak. But I don't think we'll see that for the Browns. I don't even know who the Browns could play in next week. I I don't know either. I I, I did watch the uh, the end of the game. Uh, I I tuned in during the fourth quarter because like I saw that they had like blew the lead, and I'm like, oh man, I got I guess I should watch it and see what's going on. And as soon as I turned it on, like two plays later. Uh, they got the ball, and then that, it was basically the end of the game. Like they they kept it, and they scored the the field goal, and that was it. So Brown played the Cowboy in Dallas, Ooh. but Cowboys are only one and two. I Cowboys are not all that. No, year, but well, maybe we got a streak on our hands, man. I, I I would love to be wrong. I would love to say you know Cleveland is going to lose and then they win. I'd be absolutely fine with that. I'd be real happy. I know my boss would be happy when he comes back from his vacation. So. That'd be really cool. A, a, a happy boss, you know, makes the job a lot easier. So yeah, that both both a both a blanking and a curse that I usually work Sunday, but I don't get to watch that much of the Brown game. But I'm so much more fucking calm on. You Sunday have so much, yeah. You have so much blood pressure issues and like stress issues. You do not need to be watching the football games. You just need to work and then deal with it after the fact. I, I found out that the eighth anniversary of the one time my fiance went to a Brown game with me. <laughs> And because of how I acted at this game, I am not allowed to watch Brown games in the house. 
Yeah, I remember. You used to tell me you used to sit out in the car to listen to him. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, would, I would get in the car, look into the game. Like, if she's at work, I'll watch them because she's not there anyway. Right. And that's the main thing, and she don't want to be around it. But You know what's really weird? I noticed this. Like, we won, and there was, like, not really a lot of talk on Twitter from anybody. Like, so we're based out of Northeastern Ohio. Obviously, that's why we're talking Browns. But, like a vast majority of the wrestlers that I follow are from this area. So they always talk about the Browns cause they're all in the sports. They talk about them ad nauseum when they lose, when they won. I didn't see anything until I think I saw a post from you that you were the first person that mentioned anything about like the Browns on Sunday. I didn't see anything for that entire, almost the entire game. Like, and then after they won, I'm like, well, I guess everybody's out drinking and, and, <laughs> and celebrating because they're not on twitter complaining that we lost or what was wrong or you know this or that so i mean i guess a friend of mine posted on facebook he got he got the game and posted pictures and stuff i i had took a break in like the third quarter and i called a picture and i texted him i'm like how the hell did you get those tickets so i like six thousand people in right it's like i got lucky and they weren't cheap i'm like okay <laughs> I can only imagine. I, I, I haven't even looked. I'm like, I'm only kicked out ticket available. I am not going to get them. I'm not even trying. So let's circle back around. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle for action wrestling. Eeky thumb cup. Yes, big time thumbs up, guys. Yeah. Keep it up. I really enjoyed it, and I will definitely be following the product from here on out. Um, do you got any plugs? Uh, I do. Uh, at the usual, follow me on Twitter at PW Critique, Facebook and Instagram at Jayhawk1539. Uh, eventually again on Twitch at TFM Jayhawk. I also have a an appearance coming up. Technically, not a not enough refereeing gig, unfortunately, but I will be returning to the Bearded Bastard podcast on Ooh. on October twenty second. Redline Radio or the Redline Radio app nine thirty on uh, October twenty second. Go check that out. Look at you, Mister Fancy Pants. Hey, maybe maybe this time they'll actually let me plug my shit. They didn't let me plug anything last time. Ooh, yeah, you better you better plug the show because they don't want me on there. They don't know who you are, which is part of it. But thanks, man. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, it, it's Uncle Tread, Bill Rogue, and Bruker Schmidt hosting the thing. All guy I've worked show with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they know who I am. They've worked with me. They have no clue who you. They are. should listen to our podcast first of all. That's their first mistake. Oh, that well, again, hopefully they give me a chance to plug it. I want to make sure I plug it this time. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. You better just like, by the way, you can catch me every week on IWTV Guide. Well, we count on my podcast, IWTV Guide, cheap plug. Exactly. Just keep doing it. All the whole show. It'll be great. Okay, so I need to, this is a little bit new. So like, I've never had like a, I guess the, I don't know. Would you call them a sponsor? Would you, uh, they, they, they put up our, our show on their, on their podcast feed, uh, Pro Wrestling Ponderings. I'd call them a partner at the point. Partner? Okay. So I want to give a special thanks to them. Uh, Check them out at pwponderings.com and on Twitter at pwponderings. Uh, Also this week, use promo code ACTION for five free days on on, at independentwrestling.tv or use promo code PWP for five free days at independentwrestling.tv. Check out our podcast friends, Wrestling Cheers, Pod Van Dam, the Super Fantastic Podcast, At Odds with Wrestling, the Spotlight Series, and It's Evolution Baby. <laughs> Check out our other non-podcast friends, Good Company in Cleveland, Ohio, Smokin' Jay's Barbecue, and Happy Hour with Steve Guy on YouTube. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Charlie underscore Butters, and you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at IWTV Guide. Wear your mask. 
Black lives still matter. Talk to you later, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>